Welcome to Chewing the Fruit. I'm Jules. And I'm Bex. Join us every other Sunday for rants, pants, and all things big girl pants. Bex, how are you? Oh, I'm fabulous. How are you? Buzzing for your home? I am wonderful because I am going on holiday in four days. I think what day today was. So yeah, I Sunday. thought you were going to give us the hours, minutes, and seconds. Then <laughs> I cannot wait. Just literally just chilling the sun. Vitamin D have no requirements to be anywhere. Have a few cocktails, a few pina coladas. Oh, nice, delicious food. Yeah. Have you got any plans? Is is it closed in parties? Or is it too early? Do you know we're actually not planning to go like out clubbing or out nightlife out out <laughs> yeah just I think having lived in Ibiza we've had our fair share of that and my friend that I'm going with also runs her own business so we're looking for just absolute complete relaxation so I want to come back feeling refreshed I don't think in all my years of living in Ibiza and going on holiday where I've ever once come back feeling refreshed so that no. In. I always felt like I needed, like, I don't know, a week in the priory or something when I got back from Ibiza. Never oh, had a voice. Oh, can you imagine, like, what we were like after, like, five months? Oh, God. Like, is oh. it your pal off the other pod that you're going with? Um, It is not. It is my friend Jojo, who lives in Leeds, actually, and she runs a phenomenal beauty therapy, massage, wellness Um. Mm place so yeah it's called the self-care sanctuary so nice they got a little plug for jojo yeah (laughs) so if you're in leeds um (laughs) so yeah we're going so it was actually that was the friend that i lived with in ibiza so you're very different you're reminiscing amazing yeah so i can't can't wait just literally you know it's just the chill time and i think i see this all the time that i feel as if everything now because of your phone the internet, Netflix, everything being open 24 hours a day, there's just always something. Like, I don't know what it's like where you're, where we are, Tesco's is 24 hours now, but I remember when Tesco's used to shut at six o'clock on a Sunday night. So you couldn't even go to Tesco's on a Sunday evening. And I'm like, actually now, I think that might be a good thing. Like, Oh, we, we they still show up for, yeah. I'm oh, in really? Kendall. We're in the sticks. Uh, see on a Sunday night when I'm like I don't know looking for a chocolate fix or something you know when you're like I just need something and has to shut we got the spa that's up until like seven I think but everything else is far so but yeah I know what you mean I get it I think of it as like overstimulation and I get it now and again and I think when you're in jobs like us like you're speaking to a lot of different people then life, your phone, like you say, all the different stimulus. I just have days where I'm like, my head's going to pop with it. It's just and I need to like, yeah. So you'll have to, are you going to like switch your phone and that off? Are you going to be coming off socials or? I would like to say yes, but like, let's be realistic about it. No, probably not. But I will, however, on my social media, not be offering any fitness, business, nutrition, mindset advice. I will yeah. be a tourist account well that's it i'll be stalking your stories um but that's an easy way to do it and they're keeping in the loop with people just keeping up to date on your stories but i think you're going to come back refreshed energized ready to go motivated 
Yeah. <laughs> so motivated, that's a good lead into what we're going to talk about today. And it's where does motivation come from? Can someone give you it? How do you find it? Yeah, um, and it's something that comes up all the time for us, isn't it? Um, and sometimes, to be honest, it's a bit of a red flag for me as a coach mm-hmm. when I ask somebody to fill in an application to work with me one-on-one and they'll write, um, I'm looking for somebody to get me motivated and I think, yeah. oh, fucking hell, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> but that that is it. So many people sign up for coaching because... And I think some people are probably just articulating it in a different way. But a lot of people say when they want to sign up, I need someone to motivate me. If I get a coach, they will make me do it. Mm. I mean, I can't even like make Ross tidy up the house. I'm never going to be able to make someone who's not with me get up at six o'clock in the morning and train. That's yeah. on you. And maybe it is, maybe I'm a bit harsh there where I see it and roll my eyes because I think... Some of it's probably a lack of understanding ah. of what, what we mean by motivation and sort of where it comes from, like you say. And I guess it kind of, if I flipped it, if somebody worded it as accountability, I would understand what they were saying. Right, I'm looking for a coach for a bit of accountability. So it's not motivating you, but it's having somebody there just to keep an eye on you, check in, you know, keep you on the straight and narrow to an extent. And this is what I think coaching is about. Now, you and I have talked about this before because we have got the same business coach. And when someone is your coach, they don't solve the problems for you. They give you the tools to solve the problems yourself. And I think that's what the big difference is. It's not that someone is making you motivated because motivation is intrinsic it's within you mm-hmm. so someone else can't want something for you but what they can do is help you clear your path and get out your own way yeah and I think although we can't motivate you what we can do as coaches is help you dig in to find where your motivation comes from yes so your reason why and that's like we did it this weekend for the September shape-up. Like, the first thing they do, we have a goal-setting session. First of all, I'm like, right, what are your goals? And then usually it's like, put a line through that, because now we're going to actually talk about what are your goals? Why do you want them? What is the reason why? And we go back to it all the time. You know, and people say, well, I just, I just want to lose fat. What be thinner? Why? Uh, we'll just, you know, because I'll probably be happier then. Why? And it's like, that's our job, isn't it, to dig into that of what is your why what's going to keep you getting out of bed in the morning when it's dark and cold and you don't want to get your steps in and it's raining and you'd rather just get a cozy takeaway what's your reason why what's going to be your motivation to say no I'm not going to make those choices I'm going to make these choices yeah and I think that's exactly it that it's not that we will motivate you but what a coach can do is help you find the motivation for yourself and it's a wee bit like that chat we had last two weeks ago about all those, I'm saying in inverted commas, motivational quotes that were very mm. negative and came from like shame and things like that. And that's an outside source of motivation. Someone telling you, you should be motivated. You should want to do this. You should want to change it versus an internal source of motivation where you actually want to change it, not because of something somebody else is telling you, but because of how you feel and how you think about the journey. Yeah, and on that, um, 
in terms of like motivation coming from a negative space. Um, I was listening to a positive, I think it was, was it the podcast, Chloe Medley, I think she was talking to a psychologist and she was asking the question, um, can long-term change ever come from a place of hate, sort of negative feelings and trash talking yourself and that type of thing? And basically they came up with the same answers that we did when we were talking about our quotes, that it might initially spark you to start taking action, but it's not going to keep you motivated if it's coming from this place of, well, I'm doing it because I hate my body, I hate the way they look. I look. It has to be bigger than that, doesn't it? It has to be a bigger picture than just, oh, I feel like shit the way I look in the mirror. Yeah, and I think, like you said it there, it's when you start with something, you've got to then break it down to the why. And probably so many people's fitness journey starts from a place of, I want to lose weight, which is fine. Losing weight's a perfectly valid goal. But why? Why do you mm. want to lose weight? And there can be various reasons for it. And then it's kind of like an onion. As you peel the onion, you get to the center of it. And the thing that's at the center is what is your main source of motivation? What do you really want to get from this? And like a lot of people are like, I want to get fitter. Why? So that I can move better. But why do you want to move better? Or so that I can run about with my kids. Now that's a great source of motivation, running about with your kids. Getting fitter hasn't got the same cachet for you because it's not strong enough and sometimes I think it's very much a moving target where you might be listening to this and you're just not clear on what your reason why is at the moment yeah. you do just hate your body and you want to change it and you want to lose fat you hate it that could be where you are and that can absolutely trigger you to go right I'm going to change because change can come from a place of like low mood hate whatever it yeah. is but then being consistent, I think then you need to keep questioning. So I'm thinking of like a lady I checked in with this week. I would imagine her filling in her check-in. She's been with me since February. Um, she's probably only now sort of realising what's carrying her on. So she did a check-in and she'd just been on holiday. And I was like, so I always ask that, what have your wins been? You know, what do you want to celebrate? She said, I was on holiday with my little girl, Moll. And um, I went on all the water slides with her. And she was buzzing and she said, I know this sounds stupid, but I also lifted myself out of the swimming pool. And she said, and it like dawned on me, oh my God, like I've just been strong enough to pull my own body out of the pool with the kids and like, and move easier, you know, like just mm -hmm. everything's easier. She's like, that wouldn't have happened six months ago. I'd have actually needed like assistance to get out of the pool in some way, whether that was like, you know, holding onto rails or just rolling up onto it, but she just lifted herself out the pool. So a really functional example of like making your body strong. But I was reading through it thinking, bet if I compared this to a February one, it would have just said like fat loss, fat loss, fat loss, maybe get a bit strong. And now she's putting things like that on. Like I'm going on water slides with my little girl and my little girl's buzzing that I'm fully involved and embracing our holiday. So I'm like, oh, she's found it now, hasn't she? That is her motivation to keep going. And do you know what I find it is? People say that a lot. Oh, this might sound silly or this might seem small, but, and actually they're the big things. Mm. They are the things that keep you going. So people think that the big things that you want to celebrate are people like, oh, I went from a size 18 to a size 10. That's such a long journey and like it doesn't happen overnight and, Actually, is that really something that you can be absolutely buzzing about? 
Or is it the other things that happen as a result of that? Like, oh, I can run about with the kids. I can pull myself out the swimming pool. I can go into shops and not be stressed out when I go into the changing room. It's actually the small things that seem like little things that are actually the big things. Yeah, and I said to her, I went, I've been in this business a long time. How how many times do you think I read? Oh, I've lost half a stone. I've dropped a dress size. Fine, good for you. But it doesn't, I'm not buzzing to read it. I'm like, gosh, well, I've been in a calorie deficit. I said to her, you fill stuff like that in. It's not stupid. To me, I'm absolutely buzzing. Oh. Buzzing with you, buzzing with me that my job's allowing me to see feedback like this and support this type of change. I was like... It's far from a stupid win that. I'd love every week to be reading stuff like that. But like, I don't, that's that's a changing goal, isn't it? That now she will be motivated and spurred on to carry on and get fitter and stronger and, and stay that way. Like we always say, you can't just get fit or strong and stop. That's going to be her motivation to maintain it. But I think that's like, I know we use this word a lot and it can sound a wee bit cheesy, but it is a journey. Yeah. Because when you start, You've got to learn about yourself, learn about your goals, learn about what motivates you, learn about what ticks a box for you. And then very often, people's, and probably in most cases, nobody's journey stays the same. People don't come in and go, I want to lose weight. I want to get from this weight to that weight. Tick, 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 tick. Okay, I'm that weight. Now we're done. As people learn about themselves, learn about their strengths, become more resilient, develop grit, they're like, actually, do you know what I could do? And do you know what appeals to me? And do you know what's important? And things that are important to you at the start often fade away and new things being important to you come in. So actually your motivation and your reason for being motivated changes with the journey. And that's why it's so important to be consistent and stick with it because it will change from week to week and month to month. And as coaches, we know that's going to happen, don't we? So like, we have conversations in this industry about should you share before and after pictures or should you not? Um, I share them. And the reason I share them is because I know that most of the women who now are doing amazing things with me that I've got like fuck all to do with what they weigh probably first signed up because they looked at a transformation photo and their initial motivation was that they weren't happy and they wanted to change their weight. They wanted to change their body. So mm -hmm. then you get them in and find out what the real motivation is, what's going to keep them with you month after month. Yeah, and that's actually, Marisa and I recorded a podcast earlier today, and that's what she said when she started her journey. She said 100% the reason for starting it was to lose weight. That was my only goal. She went, now, although I'm still working on weight loss and body image and all this thing, she went, the reason now I train is completely different. Because mm -hmm. as you go through this journey you learn and you grow and you change your point of view changes your motivation changes but it is all about digging into why you want to do something and what you're going to get from it that's where motivation is yeah so in terms of like what motivation actually is i would i would describe it as quite intact like it's not a tangible thing, is it, yeah. motivation? It's not... People put it in the same spectrum as, like, other emotions that are very real and very obvious to us. So we feel happy, we feel sad, and then it's like we feel motivated. But motivation is really, like, fleeting, isn't it? So I'd always say it's your reason why, but you're going to have peaks and troughs of it. It's going to go up, it's going to go down. Some days you're going to be motivated, some days you're not. 
if you rely on motivation to get you anywhere, you, you're never getting there. So you need to find the why, don't you? And then keep exploring the why, how it's going to change. Is that still your motivation? Has it changed? Have your goals changed? Like you say with your pal, it's changing all the time. That's not why she's training now. So I think it's hard to kind of pinpoint what is motivation. And do you not think motivation is massively overrated? Yeah. Because in, terms, in terms of fitness, fat loss, all of that, motivation is actually a pretty crap way to get anything done. I'm never motivated to like, I'm not motivated to have a salad, you know, for my lunch <laughs> instead of a Mackey's. It's not motivation that's getting me to no. do that. It's just knowing that, you know, I have to follow certain patterns and consistent habits to get my outcome, which is that I want to be, you know, long-term healthy. But at no point do I feel motivated to like, I don't know, like I food prep every Sunday now. People know I don't do a lot of it. I'm in there for 20 minutes, but it's not because I'm motivated. I'm not like, oh, yeah, I'm buzzing to go in and boil some eggs. I can't wait. Like, it's just... Are you, ever are you ever motivated to clean your bathroom? No. No. But you do. Because the outcome is worth it to take the action. And it's, it's a habit as well. You put, Most people probably do their cleaning on the same day and all that kind of stuff, but nobody's ever like, I am so motivated to clean this bathroom, it's going to be sparkling. Oh, that's such Just a good it. point. Or like, I'm actually demotivated when it comes to things like feeding the kids. I'm demotivated because we're having something else. I know one of them isn't going to like it. Like, it's I'm the opposite. I have, to, I have to physically force myself to feed my stepkids when they're here. But I do it, you know? <laughs> Because you've got to do it. So it's really weird that in fitness and fat loss, we're like, we need to be motivated. But we don't have to be motivated to just get shit done in any other area of our life. We just know we have to do it for the outcome. And, like, when I had a corporate job and I used to sit in the car park until literally a minute to nine before going in, <laughs> I was not motivated to go in. But did I ever any day just drive back out the car park and leave? No, because otherwise they wouldn't have paid me. So... The outcome matched my actions, but was ever motivated to do it? No, never. It's so crazy, like, with that, you go to work, the outcome is that you're going to get paid. So that's your motivation. Like, you, you know, put some effort and time into looking after your body. It's going to reward you tenfold. Like, it's going to pay out. The benefits are endless, but people just, you know, don't value it in the same way, do they? But I guess, again, it's not tangible. But I think the, the reframe for it is how much do you want the outcome? Not how motivated are you? Because actually, yeah. you're probably very rarely going to be motivated, if I'm honest. Motivation is fleeting. It doesn't last. It's hard to find a lot of the time. But if you have got a strong connection to that outcome and it's something that is really important to you and you really want, focus on the outcome, not the motivation. Because the outcome will always be there. The motivation will not. Yeah, so I think the sort of takeaways from it, uh, we say it all the time that we can't rely on motivation. We don't for any other aspects of our life. You might feel motivated on day one or whether you've hit sign up to a plan. It is going to dip, so you need to know that's going to happen and then put a contingency plan in place. But the hard bits, the habits and the behaviours, what's going to make you do that is being fully invested in 
the outcome, what's coming out the other side, so your reason why. So it sounds a bit hippie-ish, and some people probably think, oh, it's a bit deeper meaningful, you know, when I ask the girls to dig in. But I'm like, you've, you've really got to connect with why you're doing this, because it's not easy. No. So some days you're not going to want to do it, and there needs to be a reason why you do. Yeah, and that's someone else can't give you motivation. Motivation is internal. So if you're looking for someone else to create it for you, you're looking in the wrong place. You need to look inward, not outward, for someone to provide it. Fantastic. I always like to end on you, Jules, because you're so much more profound than me. I know my strengths and weaknesses. The profound quotes, speeches, they are your bag. I'll so. tell you, you can then write the foreword then for my book of motivational quotes when I get oh, yeah. right, foreword by Bex. Yeah, Jules' quotes have changed my life. Absolutely. Coming Christmas 2024 to Amazon. I'm not even joking. I think you'd be quids in. People just lap up that type of stuff, especially with New Year's coming. See, be fair, I could just go through um, all the screenshots on my phone because that's basically all my phone is, is a screenshot of motivational quotes and pictures of the animals. That's it. <laughs> right. <laughs> Another great little catch-up of what speak to you properly again before Ibiza so no. have an absolute blast I'm Maybe sure you will do a pod on like what went down in Ibiza and yeah. uh, unfortunately this time I think it'd be extremely boring it'll be like sunbathe eat paella drink wine sunbathe eat paella drink oh, it sounds dream. I know Bex it's been amazing to speak to you and I will catch up with you very soon speak to you soon bye